Good to see you. Good to meet you. <laughs> Guys, I just watching you sets. Eh, igual, igualmente, brother. Igualmente. Muy buenos, eh? It's all love, man. All love here. The next time I will put Latin House. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, DJ Milk, you want to let, let everybody to go ahead. What's going on, everyone? I appreciate you all joining us for this conversation. Uh, we're gonna have a good time, we're gonna talk about it, gonna be about it, and then go from there. Um, we kind of ask that you know, if someone's talking, you kind of let them finish. We don't want the conversation to get too muddled. Uh, we are live streaming on Roku TV, YouTube, Facebook. Um, what are you doing? This, this right uh -oh. um, I do not. I do not have a, a way to, to live stream on. Hello. But we'll ah. we'll put that up later. Um, oh, man. So we're gonna let you all go around and introduce yourselves. Um, yeah. What you do as far as um, house music is concerned, and then we're gonna get into the conversation. Um, DJ Milk, who you want to start first? You guys just kind of, you kind of gravitate who the person you want to start to introduce themselves first. Yes. Um, let's start with uh, Andy, who is uh, Love Fever. Evening, everybody. Um, my love of house started many, many, many years ago, as you can probably tell from the gray hair. <laughs> um, influences, you know, initially were Lonnie Liston Smith, Jay Huggard the you know ronnie laws so probably more of a soulful vibe currently i'm on a house music station in essex um it's on dab so it's all licensed and goes through the correct channels i do a show saturday nights uk time 10 through till midnight two hours just showcasing sort of the new the newer side of house um because I think that's it's important for new artists to be given that platform and given that support. Oh. Um, what I also do on the show is I do guest mixes. So I invite sort of guest mixers from all over the world, really. Um, so we go out on DAB, we go out on the app, Sonos, Freeview 277, which TV channel. Can you still hear me? Yeah, we can still hear you. Something jumped in front of me, then I didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah, so, you know, quite active still with the house stuff. Um, soulful house, I'm into harder house, anything that you can feel really, any any sort of music that talks to you. Because generally the music, the producers and the people that make the music generally have a message to put out. And, you know, if you feel the music, then it's all good for me. So that is me in a nutshell. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Um, everyone, while the person is talking, can you all kind of mute yourself until it's your turn to, to um, talk? Because on YouTube, they're saying they're hearing back feedback like everyone's talking so we just kind of want to keep it as clear as possible um i thank you all Who's all right let's let's go next with um 
Gary, Playlist DJs, what's going on, Gary? Nice kitchen. <laughs> don't look, don't look. <laughs> Gary, you're frozen, bro. Oh, no, somebody's frozen. <laughs> I can't hear Gary. Can anybody hear Gary? No. I can watch Gary over there, moving, but nothing else. Gary, playlist DJs. It might be muted on his end. This is Tony. He's not showing muted. He's not showing muted over here. It's just, it's just not talking. I don't know what it is, but he's not muted. I've heard he's a bit shy. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the case. <laughs> All right. While Gary figures out what's going on, let's go with um, let's go with my bro Tony F. What's going on, Tony? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, inviting me and being a part of this uh, illustrious group. Hopefully, we can all you know collab and and come together and, you know, for the love of house. So me, um, yeah, I, uh, I was very fortunate that I grew up, was born and raised in New York and I live in Virginia now, but, uh, being in the formative years of New York, I was able to, uh, you know, have access and listen to house music before I even knew what house music was, to be quite honest. Um, I, I, I so, want to tell you, Tony, house music did not start in New York. It started in Chicago. No, you're right. All New York uh, no, was say house music started in New York. Nope. And it did not start nope. in New York. I said, okay, go, nope. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. No, nope. no, nope. I, I know my history. I love, I love Chicago. I've, I've actually been there. I've, I've spun, no doubt. Chicago is the, is the, is the birthplace of house music. I do think New York took it to another level. But that's another conversation. <laughs> that's another conversation. But I did grow up listening to, you know, Dave Morales and Louis Vega and Tony Humphreys and Shep Pettibone and all these guys that, you know, like I said, I was I was listening to this stuff and really didn't even know it was house music until I came down here and started bumping into like-minded, you know, DJs. And I'm like, oh, that's what it's called. I just figured it was, you know, just music. You know, and I, I really love, you know, house music in all its 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 forms, be it soul, be it, you know, Afro, be it disco, be it sampled stuff. You know, I think uh, the, the other gentleman that, 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 that spoke earlier, you know, pretty much hit it on the head. As as, as long as it, it has a beat and you feel it, you know, it's it's all about house and it's all about love. So and I've been I've been very lucky, even though Virginia is kind of in the in the slow lane, if you will. <laughs> I've been I've been I've been pretty lucky to carve out a lane down here. And, you know, I get to gig out eh, probably about once, twice a month um, with a with a local guy. I actually do a, a, a radio show as well that, that I, I track a two hour show about once every five, six weeks. Um, and actually, I've done a couple of shows for. For uh, for uh, for uh, uh, milk, so you know, as as much as I can get out there, I I try and do it, and I love it like everybody else, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much me in the nutshell. 
Thank you, Tony. Hey, uh, Lab, I'm getting some messages from people that are tuning in saying that it's really, um, the sound is really um, like distorted. But as far as hearing Tony, he sounds great. But I'm wondering if it's uh, the listeners like on YouTube and Facebook that are uh, struggling. Well, let me, let me check. Let me check YouTube. I can check it from here. Um... I think I've sorted mine. Can you hear me okay? You sound good, Gary. Hold on a second. Thanks, mate. So do you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me let me hey. check let me check out the YouTube. I'll I'll be back. All right. But um we all sound good in the room. I think it's just the listeners outside of us. Mm. Um but uh yeah, once again, thanks for sharing, Tony. Um, most of you in this room who, you know, we haven't really met yet has sent me mixes, and I really appreciate all um, you guys taking time to send me house music mixes. All of them are fire. Um, it's uh, all house with different styles. That's what makes it amazing to me. Um I'm trying to keep this up once a month, like at the end of the month. Um, it's hard to be a radio station owner by yourself. Uh, so I'm, I'm juggling a lot of hats, but I'm having a blast. And I thank all of you for helping me spread that house music love. Good one. Oh, there's my bro. Oh, Joe was in the building. <laughs> Sean Travolta. Oh, Sean T is in the building. What's up? Here is he, Sean. He's up there. <laughs> How is everybody? Yep. What's up, old Joe? Nothing much. How you doing, brother? Good, good, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good to have everybody here. And you in your car, old Joe. Yeah, I was on the move, so. <laughs> Hello to the room. Hello to the room. <laughs> yeah. DJ Lab, this is Ojo. He's from Chicago as well. I was telling you about him. No, I'm not actually from Chicago. I'm from Springfield, but uh, Chicago's like my second home. <laughs> mm. I'm, in Illinois, gotcha. I'm in Illinois as we speak. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I think I got the, the sound corrected. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's a pleasure meeting you all. Uh, I think I got the sound fixed. Awesome. Awesome. So we should be okay. Sweet. You there, Lab? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. Yep. yep. All right. Um so I'm I'm Gary, I'm in Scotland, so hopefully you can understand my beautiful English. Um and that I'm I'm very clear. Um I am probably a bit different to everybody in that I am not a producer, I'm not a DJ, but I've loved house music since age 15. Um, in Scotland, when I was 15, that was 1995, and 
it, there was quite a big hardcore rave scene, so like Dutch hardcore and um, heavy techno. Carol Cox, in fact, he played quite a lot of like old school ravey kind of stuff back in the day, and I just kind of fell in love with electronic music at that point. And I got to age 20, bought some decks, but realised I couldn't listen to it. I didn't have the P to the end. Um, so I end up, ended up getting into playlists and making house playlists and then sharing a lot of content on social media, um, which led me to build up a nice little audience of 50,000 people who follow me now on social media for sharing videos, um, funny videos, cool videos and things like that. So I'm creating a marketing and social media business within the dance music world at age 43. So I'm eventually following my passion through um, uh, through different routes rather than DJing and producing. Um, laterally, I've been doing a thing called Behind the Decks. So I've been going along to events and just doing a bit of filming and sharing that out on, on social media um, for some people that I know. And also Andy Lovefever that's on Tonight we do a nice little collab every week where we do Tune of the Week. Um, so it'd be cool if you guys wanted to sort of get involved in, in that um, and and cast some votes. But yeah, that's my, that's my background. Thank you, Gary. Yes, everyone, please follow at the Playlist DJs. Um, you can send me a message after the Zoom and I will share his profile with you. Like he said, man, he's not a DJ, he's not a producer, but he's passionate about house and yes. the love he the love he gives for DJs and producers is astronomical. I've been following him now for three years. His page is fantastic, and he has spread the love with me. That's how I met uh, Andy Jacobs. Um, please follow him, Gary at the Playlist DJs. Appreciate you. All right, who you got next? Um, Let's go with um, Fun Puff, um, who uh, I met recently uh, through my bro, Sean Travolta. Uh, both of them are in the D.C. area. And uh, I am truly blessed to, of course, know everyone in this room, uh, but Meeting Sean Travolta uh, has opened up so many branches for me. Uh, so mad respect to Sean Travolta, but up on deck, mad respect is Fun Puff, aka Karen. Hi everybody. Um, so I've been a house music fan forever. I'm originally from Cleveland, so we, you know, it drifted down. <laughs> <laughs> the Midwest a little bit, and then I also ended up living in New York City in the '90s, so it was all um, uh, for sure. So, okay. also I lived in Michigan for a while, so I do love Detroit techno, a little drum and bass. Um, I actually just started DJing like 
in the pandemic essentially and we can blame sean travolta for that because <laughs> i met sean and he's like you need to start djing everybody that dude up there <laughs> so we can blame him or we can hold him responsible i don't know <laughs> but, but yeah so i'm like the baby dj of the group probably so it's kind of intimidating but i do enjoy it um i also have another friend that's encouraged me and he and i threw some like parties in dc like at small venues with like a called an Afro boogie. So they have like an Afro house spent. So I do love to play Afro house. I find it super easy to mix in and out of for one thing. <laughs> it's like the drums are really easy. You know, I like a lot. I like a lot of percussion. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and I met Berto in Croatia last year. He was part of the Croatia defected crew. So that's fire so i kind of you. met sean too sean is a thread thank you um fun puff for sharing and we keep talking about sean t so let's let's bring him on the mic yeah, yeah, sean yeah. T, let's, let's go let's get sean up in there. <laughs> hey what's up y'all can you hear me all right give me a thumbs up all right cool um Essentially, I'm just a Bronx kid. Uh, grew up in the 70s, obviously. I'm an old kid at heart. Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, like uh, a couple of people mentioned, listen to the house on the radio. You know, it was one of those things where I was really into hip-hop. And anybody from New York know, when you fall asleep and you wake up after 12 o'clock and DJ Red Alert was off, it was all house and stuff after that. So after that, I started listening to it listening to uh, a whole bunch of uh, WNYU, some of the college shows, listening to stuff coming to Jersey. That was it. It was a wrap. Um, I was fortunate enough to join the Air Force. While I was in the Air Force, moved around, got stationed in Virginia. was like, yo, house is, is out somewhere. Like, all right, it's cool. So I brought in my horizons a lot. Then I was fortunate enough in 96 to get assigned to England. So I was assigned over to all my, you know, my English packs, my English keeps up there in Scotland. I was assigned down in Suffolk um, at RAF Millman Hall, and I was there for 10 years. Um, upon getting there, I got introduced to the entire sound, more sounds than I ever thought I'd be introduced to. Um, mainly like French House, you name it. I was there for UK Garage, um, who's at uh, Love Fever. I'm all about Essex. My wife's from Colchester. So I know what you're about. Um, and for Gary, yep, I've been up to Edinburgh a bunch of times, so I know what you're about. Mm -hmm. But it's essentially, huh? <laughs> essentially, all of those sounds basically melded with me. Um, I started DJing in about 97. I hooked up with a friend of mine who was uh, basically a B-level DJ tied to Ministry of Sound. He toured around. I hooked up with him. I got the DJ in Zurich. Croatia, uh, Lyon, I got the DJ at the Dome in 2000, I got to go into the Baby Box of Ministry in 03, I've been all over the place, so for me, um, DJing is like a, a collective thing, a community thing, you know what I mean, it's how you get after it, it's that energy, like let's go, you know what I mean, right. it's all of us together as like a a random brand of, of, of family, you know what I'm saying? We may have been strangers out there, but now we all acquaintances getting it. Mm -hmm. So essentially that's my mindset with uh, house music, not a producer, although I got enough tech in here to produce something that I haven't used it. 
So I'm just lazy with that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> as a Karen, Karen knows, and Berto will probably tell you, Milk D, um, I just try my best to share the music as much as I could, whether it's somebody that needs to hook up with a DJ, become a DJ, get new kid, new gear to be a DJ, or we all just gang up and go to Croatia and go to the factory and come back. <laughs> so enough about me. Yeah, that's me, Sean Travolta. Nice meeting y'all, and nice being part of the group. Peace. Um, Sean, uh, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Like I said earlier, and Fun Puff said, man, you know, you have put out those branches. Even you said it. Um, Mad respect to you, bro. I know we're only like 90 miles away, but I I wish we were even closer. I'd probably be wearing you out. (laughs) (laughs) We could meet in Fredericksburg. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, my, my wife likes going there. That's that's true. Um, but uh, thank you for sharing, Sean T, and opening up your branches. Um, next one on deck is BZ from, from Virginia Beach. Let's go. Uh, is this working? Yep. Yes. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yep. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, Alberto BZ Reyes. Met Sean. Sean hooked me up with Fun Puff. Pump Puff hooked me up with Milk D, and here we are. Mm-hmm. And these two other guys over here, <laughs> Bernie, Spain, <laughs> Sylvia, hooked us up with that. Um, I'm originally from Connecticut, 45-minute ride into New York City. That should say it all right there. <laughs> I grew up on house. We were, we were taking the train up into the city every fucking weekend to grab some records. <laughs> I remember going into one of the record shops and hearing Soho Hot for the first time. We bought like four of them joints, <laughs> brought them back. Um, I, I've been doing like DJ, I, I DJ back in the days on CDJs, on 1200s, because my boys used to do it. So I used to DJ with them, oh, mostly for fun, baby shower, stuff like that. Nothing crazy. And then uh, pandemic hit, picked up a, I, I want to say a piece of shit controller. And I was doing, I guess, according to my man T and Sean and all them, they were saying I was doing an amazing job on that piece of shit controller. So when I got back from Croatia, I upgraded to a one DDJ, and here I am. <laughs> um, I want to thank, uh, you know, and I've been doing pretty much mixes for Milk for Europe, you know what I'm saying? Doing mixes for Spain, for uh, La Urban Radio, for Sylvia Moore. Um, and I just started my own little radio show for the UK, starting uh, started last weekend, Sundays, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, 8 to 10 UK. Um, and I just love all this stuff. I just love house to the core, man. It's, I don't, I don't think I do anything without listening to house work, sleep, shit. I wake up the house. The house is my life. So I I appreciate this. This is awesome. I I think this is dope on another scale. I've never done anything like this before. I'm not really a public speaker, so forgive me. (laughs) Um, and and that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I want to thank all y'all for collaborating. For everybody's gonna, you know, everybody's everybody's found here. I, I think I've heard everybody here. Everybody sounds dope. <laughs> and if I could share anybody's mix or promote your shit, if you're down with me, I'm down with you. I'm gonna look out for you. You look out for me. That's how it's supposed to be. We family. So if you posted something up and you got something going on, and I see it, I'm gonna share that. It's with as many people as possible. 
I think I share with about 45 different house music pages on Facebook. <laughs> so believe it, what I say, uh, we're being shared. We're being out there. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, I'll let the next person go. Thanks a lot. Appreciate y'all. Hey, BZ, man. Super salute. I appreciate you, bro. And he's spot on. Um, he's been really promoting Yerp Radio, my new radio station. Uh, he's been sending me mixes um, and just helping uh, house music stay alive. And uh, Lab and I were talking before all of you guys jumped in. And we believe, you know, house music is on an uptick. Like, not that it has died or anything, but I feel like it's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, so sharing and, and, and doing sets and um, just talking about it is keeping it alive. Um, I want to go with now um, DJ Divin, who I just recently met. Um, hey, there. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm DJ Divin. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Um, I'm originally from Italy. I was born and raised there. Um, so I've been in the United States for about 20 years, something like that. And I'm always been like a house music lover. I um, mean, since my teenager years, that's all I, it just, House music just moves me. It's just something that I really feel, in, and I just can't describe the feeling of it. Um, I'm doing right now, I'm doing mixes for Ibiza Stardust Radio, and I'm doing mixes for uh, Ruckus Radio USA. They're located in Phoenix, Arizona. And then I did a mix for Europe Radio. <laughs> And I'm also trying to do some producing. I started a couple of songs and I'm still trying to work on it. Um, I one is kind of a soulful house uh, track and the other one is more like a house track, but I'm still working on those two tracks and I think I need to concentrate more on those. And but I've been so busy doing mixes and stuff and and I got a little bit sidetracked from producing so but I have all the tools uh, here with me to do them um, so basically that's it I mean I'm looking forward to collaborate with you guys and if you have any questions about for me about me just ask uh, I'm here and uh, thank you for having me appreciate it Thank you, DJ Divin. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate uh, you and um, Karen introducing me to uh, more DJs. Uh, I have a DJ from Italy, and now I have a DJ from France, thanks to you guys. Um, now I want to open up the door to my brother, DJ Ojo. Uh, I call him the king of house. <laughs> He's a bad man. He is a bad man. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the floor is yours, bro. Well, again, DJ Ojo, um, originally from Springfield, Illinois. Um, got into house music on a trip to Chicago, visiting family and things of that sort. Um, my cousin took me to 
the Bismarck, downtown Chicago. It was an amazing scene. So from that that, that point, I got hooked. <laughs> Been into house music since then. Uh, didn't start DJing house music until some years later. Um, uh, you know, of course, I love the Chicago sound. Uh, I I try to do that as much as possible. Uh, get into the soulful as well, but um, I like my stuff beating hard. I like the hard bass. <laughs> so uh, you know, if it's got if it's got some thump to it, I'll try my best to play it. So uh, eventually moved to Virginia. Kind of got out of house music for a while uh, during my career, my, you know, into my career and everything. And then I uh, moved to Richmond, Virginia, finally got back into it um, and then uh, started hanging out on the scene there. Um, then that's how I met Tony Fernandez, <laughs> my, my boy. So just in the scene in Richmond, Virginia, and um, we eventually started a group called the master sound djs uh myself um started off with mark stevens tony drake uh james clark and then we eventually uh brought tony tony fernandez in and um and uh doug smith so the core now is myself james clark uh tony and uh doug so uh we started a house music festival in Richmond called RVA Soul House Fest. So that's been going on since 2016. Um, I also started a, few, a musical fest here in Illinois, uh, House in the Field. So that's going into its third year as well. Uh, and I think that's about it. So I, I just love house. And uh, thanks to Milk D, you know, uh, he introduced me to some other folks around here. So. Um, it is what it is. So I'm a, I'm a house music head. I'm a house head for life, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be like Tony Fernandez, though. <laughs> oh man, get out of here, bro. Look, look, these right. You a bad man. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Hey, 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 Tony. You you no slouch either. I mean, every you know. Seriously, you know. All jokes aside. Everyone in this room brings it, and I, I'm just—it just motivates me even more to get in the lab, you know. And that's not a, a jealousy; that's a compliment. Because um, Sean Travolta is another bad man. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of lot of bad DJs in this room. Um, but the most important thing to me in this room is the love for house. You know, like. Like I talked about Gary earlier, um, he's not a DJ or a producer, but has mad love for house music. Um, so uh, next up, though, without me rambling, is my man DJ Fernie from Spain. Let's go, DJ Fernie. Let's go. Hi. Pleasure to be with you and share our love for the house music. I started in the 70s. But in 84, I started with the house music. I, my school is the U.S. All School, CNC Music Factory, David Morales, Royal Sanchez. And the best house when I started in 84 was Technotronic and two in a room, 
do you want? Nice. Mix maxers. Now I play for your radio, of course. A Ibiza status radio and underground solutions in Madrid. The international, three of them, international music. I'm working for three agencies as well in Madrid, in Ibiza, and in Spain, in the north, Laredo. And at the moment, uh, since I was a teenager, I spent all my wages in music, all in records, white labels, import. Uh, in 95, I've moved to London for improve my skills. I used to play in Sue Bar in Leicester Square and spend all my money in Uptown Records, Pure Groove in Archway, and release the groove. Uh, it's a big pleasure to meet people from my school, house school. Nice soulful house, nice music with clacks. I don't like EDM, I don't like techno, I don't like tone feeling. My school is gospel. And that's when I love all of you, man, because I listen to mixes and it's... I can't believe the meal is white. I can't believe it. <laughs> Respect all of you and big pleasure to improve my skills with you and share our skills and our music. Sorry for my accent. No, it's good. No, no apologies, DJ Fernie. No apologies. And remember that I got contacts with the mob, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thank you, DJ Fernie. And also, I never thank DJ Ojo. Thank you, bro, for sharing as well. Um, mad love for you both. No problem, no problem. Hey, next up is my man Terry T. Snig down in Tallahassee, Florida. What's up, <laughs> T. Snig? What's up, guys? What's up? Um, you can hear me? Like, okay. Yes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Switch to my uh, audio box. But uh, yeah, what's up, guys? My name is DJ T. Schneg, aka Terry, originally from Tallahassee, Florida. And um, yeah, I really got into pretty much EDM house music kind of as a whole in like 2013. Um, I've been a DJ since 2012, so, um, yeah, like, there was, uh, Tallahassee's kind of a weird, like, college town, so, like, um, things kind of come in waves, um, including, like, people, <laughs> so, like, there was a wave of just, like, EDM and, like, house that kind of came through, like, Tallahassee, and there was just all these, like, you know, graves, like, almost every, like, weekend, um, a lot of, like, house parties and stuff, and so that's kind of how I really got into, like, house music, um, was just from, like, really putting myself in those places, and, uh, like, I don't know, like, I just fell in love with it. It's definitely a, like, language of its own for sure and i think that you know it's a language that only certain people understand um and i think it's in for the first time i felt like i kind of understood that that language and so i just really kind of got into it 
uh, then and then uh, in 2013 I actually uh, was one of the head BJs for Carnival Cruise Lines so I traveled for about two and a half years um, and was able to kind of really explore kind of all types of like genres but I don't know house was just always kind of like my favorite to like play and so uh, now here in Tallahassee there's not really much of a house music like scene and so it's nice to kind of like meet like a group of people uh, that love house as much as like you do. So, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a, about it for, for like me. And so I'm definitely thankful that I was able to be a part of this because um, Mel D and I met um, actually at a DJ expo in uh, Jersey. And so, like, because uh, I also produce also. And so he was kind of talking to me. Like, he was like, I'm really thinking about, like, producing. And I just don't know how to get into it. And I just, you know, I was like, hey, just just dive into it. Just, just get into it. So it's really awesome to see him also kind of following that uh, dream. And, he's, um, and so, yeah, so that's me. Oh man, hey, appreciate you, T Snig. And um, he's spot on. We met at the DJ Expo in 2021. Um, and we hit it off right away. Uh, he's right. That's when I first thought about being a producer. And then a month later, I purchased my beat machine. And I still don't know what I'm doing two years later. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Ojo, Honore, Kaz, Sean, I'd be sending everybody must like check it out check it out basically i'm struggling but i'm not giving up on my dreams you gotta dream it believe it achieve it um so without further ado i just mentioned them let's bring in kaz thank you t snake for sharing kaz music you on the floor what's good kaz i'll find the mute button can you guys hear me okay yeah um sorry i i joined late um, I was doing a, a it's spring break. I've got kids. We did a, a daycation and we ran over to Lorraine Caverns um, and just came home, checked my email, and I was like, uh oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a Zoom happening. Uh, anyway, so uh, my name is Camille. It's a French name. It's difficult, but um, right now I, I go by Cass, and it turns out that's my initials, in case anyone's curious. Um, so I came up in the DC club scene in 99 is when I started. Um, worked my way through school as a wedding DJ. But for me, I, nothing wrong with wedding DJing. I did that to pay rent. I never was like feeling that kind of DJing. And so every weekend I was doing wedding gigs. And then afterwards I'd hit up the clubs because that's where... You know, that's where I wanted to be. That was, that's kind of music where um, I was really, really into it. Um, and so that's how I came up, where it was 
you know, corporate DJing and wedding DJing and that top 40 and oldies and all of that was, was great. I'm glad I, I did that. I, I am happy because the, there's all kinds of music that people should hear, um, all different styles. But I did that for money and the sort of underground clubbing DJing. Man, I'll do that for a high five, right? Like, uh, it would, just about the music. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I, I did that for a while. Um, was going through school, got out of school, got my day job, um, kind of dropped the wedding DJ thing because, again, it wasn't, I wasn't really feeling it. Still was DJing a little bit. And then in about maybe 2008, just cold turkey, my goals were really marriage and children. Um, and it was, it, it happened at the same time of in the DCC in a transitional period, nation shut down. Um, other clubs were shutting down. The, the sound was changing right around that time. A lot of electro stuff. Um, and for, yeah, for me, it was just about family. Eight years later, I hook up with an old friend of mine who was kind of next to the scene. He wasn't into the scene, but an old clubbing friend. Um, and this was about four, four and a half years ago. And so we started hanging out and I was like, let's, let me see what the clubs are, are about now. Totally different, completely different uh, than it used to be, than I was used to. And I was like, you know, maybe I want to try to get back into it again, as long as I can keep the family thing, the priority, the clubbing thing as a hobby for fun. If I could do that and the clubbing thing and the DJ thing, makes me happy i'd love to do that but i didn't know about the music because i still was stuck in the disco house funky house 2000s sound like that was what i played back then and i wasn't trying to change it because i was still listening to my old mixes and old charles feelgood and old dj dan and old bad boy bill that kind of thing that's that's what i loved and as I slowly started getting into it, not only are they still making that style, but they're making a lot of it. Although it might not be in DC, that might not be the style right here, but oh my God, the labels are making it left and right. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm here um, and I'm, lo I'm loving it. So I've, I've done okay. I mean, I'm not a superstar in DC. I don't play the most popular stuff. Um, I get you know, gigs here and there. Um, the big thing for me is as I started looking into things, as a lot of you have mentioned, I wanted to produce. Back then I wanted to produce. Um, but again, back then was so different, right? There was, I know a lot more now than I did back then, but it was a lot more hardware-based and less computer-based. And I think just the price alone of getting equipment back then was almost prohibitive unless you're making, you know, a ton of money. Um, anyway, so I'm looking into now, can I produce, right? What are, what's going on? What's the deal? Well, hello, Ableton. How are you? Um, so, yeah, about, man, I had Ableton. I bought the license for maybe two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, I bought the license. And for about a year and a half, it sat on my computer and I might have run it once and looked at it and said, that's enough for today. And I didn't do anything else. Um, and then again, in my mind, I'm like, I want to do it. I want to get to producing. It's okay if it doesn't work out, right? I, I just, 
you know what I mean? You're, you're not sad. I'd, I'd rather try it and fail than never have tried it at all, basically. So, yeah, I mean, I slowly started watching YouTube. And the beginning of this year, I released my first track. Um, it went well. I still, I still think, you know, I have, what, what do they call it? Imposter syndrome, right? You're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. All, all the memes you see, I feel every one of them. And I share them a lot because people need to know that, you know, social media is whack, right? It's this fake baloney. There's so much other stuff, but don't let that stop you. I mean, either you want to do it or you don't. It's, it's okay if you don't. It's okay if it doesn't work out, but go for it. Um, I'm doing, I think for me, I'm ec ecstatic. I've released like three tracks. I've got two more pending, maybe a third, because sometimes the record labels email you weird shit and you're not sure what it means. And I got one of those. Um, I'm, I'm doing really good. I, I'm, you know, I, I don't work on music all the time. I have a family. I have children and they're my priority. Um, but and I'm, I'll take a, a month off, three weeks off of never touching you know, any music um, for, for producing, but I'll get back to it and I'll do the thing and I'll work on it and I'm, I'm making it work, uh, you know, on my terms and I love it. I'm having a blast and Milk D is awesome. Everyone here, I know Sean Travolta, I know, I know Karen Fun Puff. I think that's the only person I, I know, um, but I'm glad to be here to meet, to meet you, get to know you, um, you know, do the thing together. It's great. So that's, that's my story. That's my story. I'm brand new, brand new to producing, long time DJ. I'm happy to be here. Hey, appreciate you, Kaz. And look, he's being very modest. He has a track out right now called Drum Funk Straight Fire. Come on, Sean, TBZ, Karen, you guys got to <laughs> co-sign with me. It is fire. Um, mad dope, mad dope. Yeah. Tell him, Sean. And the fact that he just started... Wow. Yes. It's very impressive. <laughs> I've been at it for two years and I'm my stuff is still off key. <laughs> it's it is so frustrating. It it is. You don't see the frustration. You don't see the going to bed and you get, you know, you can't fall asleep for two hours because you're pissed off because the thing you wanted in your head didn't happen. I mean, it's it's real, <sighs> right? It's real. Oh, man. Well, keep up the great work, um, Kaz. Um, thank you for sharing and, and much love again to Sean T for introducing me to you guys, man. Um, uh, also want to give a big shout out to DJ Lab for hosting this whole event. Um, I'm praying and hoping this won't be the first and last event. Um, we still have um, Vince Slay to introduce um, who was out of Richmond, Virginia, and um, I know him through DJ Ojo and, and Tony F., um, but uh, Vince Slay has a radio station here in Richmond. Uh, the floor is yours, Vince. Hopefully you haven't dozed off. I uh, definitely did not forget you, um, so you have the floor. Okay, okay. Hope you can see me okay. Just multitasking here. Uh my name is Vince Slay. Hope the camera's okay. I'm not good with the camera, though. But I, I started mixing back in 1978, actually. Um, I was mixing back in Chicago, Illinois. I was I was grateful to have my big brother's uh, best friend. He was uh, he knew, like, Jesse Saunders and 
um, Clifton, and we would take us downtown to places like the mansion, the loft, uh, the warehouse. So I get a chance to see Frankie Knuckles mix live in his prime, you know, at a, at a young age when I was probably like in, you know, freshman in high school. It was, it was fun. It was great times. You know, it inspired me to be a DJ. So I DJ back then, back in, in those days, I was battling DJs, you know, playing house music, some of that old school stuff, kind of like what Sean was saying, old school house. And so I went to school after that. I got a, got a DJ. I said, let's say I got it. I went to school, went to college, um, DJed in college. You know, I moved out east from Chicago to Virginia. And so Virginia, I was playing more. I was moved out here back when I guess Run DMC had rock box and all that type of music. So I, I graduated, started mixing hip hop. I would mix like AJ and all that hip hop, which was fun. I think it was a real test of your mixing skills. And so from then, what I do is I went to the Winter Music Conference. I went to the Winter Music Conference, was inspired there by the DJs there at the Winter Music Conference. I kind of was, uh, and I asked the guy, I said, how do you be a DJ here at the Winter Music Conference? So what he told me is, hey, send me a CD. And if you're lucky enough, you can be one of the DJs that, you know, DJ when the guys come in. So I said, hey, I'm going to re rejuvenate my house music career. I did that for like five years in Miami. It was fun. Just to, just to mm -hmm. fast a little bit. And now uh, at WRIR, I'm on the radio station. So it's fun. Been there now for three years straight. Uh, DJ Vince Slay now. It's been fun to re rejuvenate my career. Um, I play straight house. And I'm still kind of stuck in that, uh, I guess, in that 2000s, 90s music, which I always will think is the best. Uh, so I'm a big, I guess my idol is Frankie Knuckles. So you always should be talking about Frankie Knuckles, uh, you know, the Chicago, Jesse Saunders, good friend, uh, Wayne Williams. I mean, Alan King, all those guys are my guys there. So, and it's good to have, you know, have DJ Ojo come on the show now. I have Tony Fernandez comes on. And so I want to have more of you guys come on my show. So it's a worldwide show. It's broadcast every Saturday night, 11 to 1 a.m. It's been on for three years now. So my goal is to have everyone on here come on this show and talk about house or, you know, play your mix. So I'm all about that. Good to meet oh. you. Oh. Thank you, Vince. Thank you so much. Um, yes, uh, Sean, I mean, uh, not Sean, but Ojo and Tony uh, could definitely uh, vouch uh, for Vince. Um, I've, I've never met Vince until tonight, um, but any friends of uh, Ojo and Tony F is friends of mine. Thank you again, Vince, for sharing. Good to be here. I want to say everyone has spoke, Lab, um, and I know you have some questions you wanted to throw out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to uh, introduce myself. Um, <clears throat> I don't know any of you. I know I follow BZ on Instagram. Um, as far as myself, I'm originally from Chicago. Um, I started DJ in 83. Um, um, house music has always been my thing from uh, hot, hot, hot Mix 5 and Farley and all those guys. Um, I used to carry records in an early age for Ron Hardy for a while. Um, I never really, um, I never really got out of house music. I did go to college at uh, in '86. I was 16. Kind of got away from DJing for a little while. Moved here to Atlanta for six months. Tried to go to college here. Couldn't adjust to the situation and moved back to Chicago. Um, went to University of Illinois in Chicago. Um, DJing for me has was always an outlet. We always kind of, I always kind of just did DJing as an outlet to kind of relieve the pressures of the day house music has always been a thing um hip-hop did come into play a little little while a little later on in uh, my djing career but 
it never was prevalent. I always, I've always been a house music DJ. I always been house music head. Period. Point blank. Uh, for me, there's nothing more. There's nothing better. Um, uh, I don't produce, even though I have producing equipment. All of us these days, we always buy stuff we don't need, right? Uh, <laughs> buy cords we don't need. We buy, you know, turntables we don't need. We always see something we need that we don't need. So I'm always buying things. It's just just the nature of the beast. Even at 53, I'm still buying stuff. Um, so that's never going to change. I have a pretty good studio. Uh, we I got into the radio business, I want to say about eight years ago. Uh, as a DJ and then a year after that we kind of started our own thing I've always wanted this platform to be uh, more towards house music but it kind of strayed away from that because I live in Atlanta now and at the time house music really wasn't known in Atlanta when you say house music the first thing people say to you oh the music that gay the gay people like and I'm like no that's not really that's not really it but you know that's their i that's their idea of house music that was their idea of house music here in Atlanta over the past few years it has it has taken off a little bit with the afro house and uh amo piano kind of music but they're kind of stuck in that lane that's kind of all they play um i'm old school house um you know track works and you know uh warehouse and music box type deal so i still stick with the classics as much as possible try to mix in the new stuff with the classics as much as possible um I find that people don't understand the classics. Uh, unfortunately, they don't understand Chicago house music, um, Detroit techno and, and stuff like that. They don't understand it. They don't get it, especially the younger crowd. They don't get it. They don't get the repetition of it. And and I always tell people, even the younger people that I talk to, you know, house music is not necessarily um, – it's not necessarily going to be like you think most popular music is. It's a feeling. You got to feel this music. It's about when you're dripping sweat and dancing in the corner, having a drink, talking to your friends. Uh, you're going to feel the music anyway. You're going to feel what it does anyway. That's what this is about. This is about love, man. This is about the love of the house. Music. This is about the love of uh, the music itself. But people don't get it. So I'm, I've gotten to the point where I've stopped trying. And the house music scene here in Atlanta is coming up. It's, it is getting a little better, like I said earlier. Um, but it's clickish. So if you're not within that click, you're not going to be a part of that scene or a part of that, that, that event that they have going. And I've had house music DJs mix live on my station because we have video and audio that we stream live simultaneously. So I've had DJs, house music DJs, come here and DJ live video and everything do events and still don't invite me out. Now they invite me to, to live stream their video, but they want to, they want to, they want to invite me to come DJ. So I kind of declined the video too. Um, Cause I'm, I'm petty like that. I'm like, if you don't want to invite me to DJ, I'm not coming there to work. I'm coming there to have a good time. So um, that's where we are here. Uh, been DJing for since I was 13 I'm 53 now, so you can do the math. I just wanted to get together with Milk D. I only know Milk D here kind of personally. We've been talking over the years. Uh, 
all you guys are his invites because I just didn't want to invite anybody that I knew because I felt like they wouldn't come anyway. So I just left it like that. Uh, <laughs> they always seem they always seem to be so busy, you know, like everybody's so busy here, you know, when it comes to DJing. Everybody has an event, everybody's out doing something, everybody has something going on when you invite them to do things. So I just chose not to bother. But I thank you all for joining us. Um it's been a real pleasure to meet and talk and hear about some of you guys' stories. Um, I hope I'm, I'm, I want to do this again. It's an endeavor, but we're going to do it again. Most definitely. Uh, the question that I have for you all is on the scene of house music, when you guys first started to where you, where you are now, do you think that it has, do you think that it's, it's making a research, a resurgence or do you think, because you know there was a there was a time period where classic house music was gone, then EDM took over, and then now it's starting to make a a slight comeback uh, with the Amo piano and Afro house. Um, do you think that that's the case, or do you believe that it just never it never left? Just people are start, more people are starting to listen to it now with the advent of social media. Who but I think it's the culture. Huh? They don't they don't have music culture. Mm -hmm. So they don't listen to the classics because they know they don't give a shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 I, I, I think it's coming back though. I, I I'm 53. Every five years, every year, a Robines or the Classics or CSC Music Company or, or Aretha Franklin. Every year are a new remix. This kind of teenagers. They so sexist, but they like reggaeton, and Latin reggaeton is the most sexist letters that you can listen everywhere. I think they don't. So lights on, but nobody's home. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but here, here in Florida, here in Florida, you go to a club, and what you're going to listen to is basically, you know, country music sometimes, and, you know, EDM sometimes. There's really no house music here in Florida. Very, mm -hmm. very little. I mean, and the little there is, like in Tampa or places or Orlando, it's very clicky, like you like you were saying. Very clicky, and it's very hard to get in, in those groups. So... <laughs> That's yes, my that two cents. I, I tell you what, I tell you what. So, um, BZ, Reyes, Karen, Will, y'all met him. I'm going to tell you what my friend Terrence told me. He explained it pretty, pretty concrete, right? For us, when we were growing up, you just said it loud, it's a feeling, right? And a lot of the music that's created, I think somebody else just said it, we used a lot more hardware back then. Than we do now so the medium has changed here's where i'm going with this back in those days with the hardware it hit us in the soul right we all felt it so that's more of an emotional impact that we have with our music nowadays and i think it's partially because the medium changed it's all very tweaky and, and a lot of the bass and all the like the 808 in there and the 303 is not really in there and now it's more adrenaline focused which is why all the kids are growing up and they're going to these these electronic dance music you know festivals and it's the quick hit that's the reason why lab everybody wants to be like on video mm. everybody's looking all these visuals right. it's the quick hit it's the adrenaline focus now that's the attraction 
not the emotion. The emotion, you got to have imagination. Mm-hmm. But for the adrenaline, it's got to be out there. It's got to be a video. It's got to be pyro. It's got to be lights. It's got to be a soundstage. Now, with my piano and everything that's going on now, fortunately for me, back when I was in England, I'm seeing the same thing that happened when UK Garage hit. UK Garage is still going on, but back when it first came out, it's the same thing that happened then. It's the same thing happening now with my piano. Everybody went one way. They kind of got tired of the sound. They started calling house that we know it, granddad house. I'm pretty sure, you know, my British family understand. They, they've been there. They've seen it. It moved away from the major clubs. UK Garage came up from, like, you know, the underground Brixton, South London and what. It really rampaged the scene. It was all good, and then it died down, and then things moved to, like, electro and EDM and all this other stuff. So what I'm hoping to happen is with a my piano, it's not just a phase mm-hmm. like UK Garage was, but I can see everybody gravitating to it because it's like the new thing, kind of like Balearic House was back in like the late 90s and all types of stuff. And then once they're done with it, they're like, yeah, all right, we use this up. Let's go on to something else. We with emotion will still have it in our hearts. Right, right. But I don't think it's still going to be focused on by those adrenaline junkies who are like in ultra music festival, you name it, whatever festival with nothing but lights and fire and all this other stuff. So I think that things have changed. For me, till now, it comes in waves, but people who feel it, they feel everything that's going on. But those who are adrenaline junkies, they just, you know, they take it in, they use it up, and they on to the next one. So that's my soapbox. Thanks for sharing, Sean. Hey, hey, Lab, I just sent you a message. Uh, Gary um, in the UK said the screens are dark and, and bl- uh, blank. How is it on your end? And I how see. is everyone else looking? I, I, I can see everybody see. fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I see everybody I'm pretty perfect. good. It's okay here. Yeah, I'll try and reconnect. The... Um, the video won't drop because I'm the host, and since I we pay for this, it goes as long as I oh. want it to. So it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem. Um, okay. Yeah. So I I don't know. It might be his end. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry okay. needed. No. Okay. Hey, but before you before you hit the next one, um, I wanted to ask um, um, Ojo what he thought about um, you know what's his opinion on that. Uh, before you go to the next one, um, Lab. Okay. Oh, Joe. Hmm. <laughs> uh, rephrase the question for me one more time. Uh, do you think that um, house music is 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 back on an uptick, or do you think that it has never went away? It's just with the advent of social media and things of that nature that more people are grasping are starting to go towards it. Well, house music has never gone away. Uh, for us true house heads, it's always been there. It would never go away. I think the social media has brought out um, the older generation who had missed house music. Mm-hmm. Now they have opportunity to hear it on a more regular basis. Um, as for the new, bringing in new it depends on where you're at. And, yeah, it depends on where you're at. Um, 
Chicago, if you're in the cities that have house music, there's always going to be a scene, uh, Chicago, D.C., New York. Um, you're always going to see people out. Uh, people are always going to be in that feeling for house music. If you go to some place like Richmond, <laughs> uh, where we're trying to grow it. Uh, Virginia Beach, too. Yeah, Virginia yeah. Beach. We're trying to grow it. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's, the people are there, but they won't come out. So you don't see it growing as much. But they do see it on they do see it on on social media and things of that sort. So they're getting a feel from that if that's if they if that's where they're seeing it. We're, we're trying to get it better there. Um, the younger crowd it's a struggle bringing that younger crowd in. It's a struggle because like like Sean said, they're looking for that. If you don't have that feeling, it won't last long for them, and they'll go on something else. Mm. So. Uh, it, it's that they, they need that quick feel. So, um, yes, it is growing to the older generation that missed it. Uh, but for the younger crowd, they're being exposed to it. But if it don't, if they don't catch it, they don't, they don't feel it, then they're going to move on to something else. So you'll get the little spurts every now and then. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, thank you for your, um, thank you for what you said. Um, does anybody I'm, I'm i'm from the old school of house and when i was djing back in chicago um house music wasn't a genre there wasn't a separation of genre as far as deep house or techno house or anything like that pretty much anything that the hot mix my five farley steve Sill curly fast eddie any of those guys put within the mix we consider to be house music uh africa bambada any anything that they put within their mix i didn't discover that italian disco italian disco was italian disco until recently because i just thought called it house music i didn't know that there was a subgenre of that um do you all find that there's just too many subgenres of house music i mean back in the day it was for me it was just an omelet. Everything that they put in the mix, we just call, well, we didn't care what it was. If it was in the Hot Mix 5 mix, if Farley was mixing it, we just called it house music. I I mean... Yeah. 90% of my mixes are pretty much an omelet or a salad or whatever you want to call it. There's techno, there's tech house, there's house, there's old school, there's remixes, there's a little everything. Maybe so I'll throw some DJ edits in there. It's it's all house to me, man. <laughs> Anyone else feel the so same? do I? So do I. I hope house is the simple one, and next the soulful house, mm-hmm. the black boys mm-hmm. or gospel for me soulful, mm-hmm. Chicago style, and the rest is more uh, European. It's the typical house. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's all about commercialism? Yeah, just to throw something in there because. You know, if somebody wants to make a name for themselves, they create a new genre and away they go. Mm. Because, you know, it like yourself, I was, for me, house music was house music. And then all of a sudden, I think it was in 89 in the UK, it just shot off in all different directions. And I'm a house music head, always have been, always will be. And I couldn't keep up with it. So, you know, you get to the point, I, I, I still purchase all my records because I believe in supporting the artists. And, you know, you can't buy every single record mm. because, 
it just cost you a fortune. Mm-hmm. So for me, commercialism. So people. So yeah, I think it's just people trying to sort of create new things just for the sake of creating new things. For me, music is music. House music is house music. You either feel it or you don't. And I think Sean summed it up pretty well when he spoke earlier. In the you know in the UK, it's always been here. We've been quite fortunate with um, the likes of Defected, I guess. Mm. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a strong garage scene. There was a very strong garage scene for a few years. I actually DJ'd in a club called the Warehouse. Funnily enough, in the UK, held the residency for twelve years. So I saw the garage scene come in, and a lot of the house music DJs dropped it they they didn't want to dj in the main room they wanted to go downstairs because they didn't want to touch the garage so it was it was quite interesting to watch it and i think it lasted for a couple of years and then the house music scene came back in but from then on in for me it's it's always been in the uk i think we've been quite fortunate on that side okay i just been in london london underground and the garage tough jam all this kind of stuff, starting the house parties. 95, 99 is the one I would. I used to go to Ministry of Sound. I live very close in Elephant and Castle. And it was huge. All the garage, the best record shops, Uptown Records in Soho, <laughs> Pure Ruth in Archway, the best ones. I had to pay meals to the fucking guys in the record shops for keep the best record for me because you know, the good records is for the good DJs, especially white labels. Bastards. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day, the records were two and three dollars when you when, when you used to go to the record shops in, in Chicago. They were two, three, four dollars. Now, I went to buy a record recently and I think it was forty five dollars. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> in London, it was seven, seven, eight weeks. Right now, now Cass, when is your next, next joint coming out? Dollar twenty nine, dollar fifty sound good to me, right? <laughs> besides, besides that, on Mondays I go to Uptown Records and uh, no Virgin Record Shops in Oxford Street and HMV, the huge record shops. And my yeah. best, yes, my oh. best house it was. Simon Dunmore, now it's defected, but before it was AMPM, also Furik. Respect. Go ahead, Milk D. Wow. Now I was just going to say, you're spot on. You know, back in the day, you can get a 12-inch single for $2.99. Uh, You know, I grew up in South Jersey, but lived 10 miles from Philadelphia. And my brother and I would get on the speed line, which is train above ground, go over to Philly, to sound a market, funk a market, and get records for two ninety nine, twelve inch. Mm-hmm. So we had crates of records. There's, I mean, we still have these records, but records are ridiculous now. Yeah, you know, um, it really is. I think that's more of the popularity of hi fi systems coming back, and also DJing itself. Um, there's a lot of DJs now. I mean, sheesh. and I'm not mm-hmm. knocking DJs. I, you know, to each its own, but you know, back in the days when we were DJing, there, it wasn't it wasn't a popularity contest. You either love it or you didn't. And now it's just DJs, 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 DJs. And with the advent of the controller, it's 
which I have one, so I'm not knocking controls. I have turntables, controls, and CDJs because I feel like you should learn. You should learn on all of them. Um, but I, I just think it's just an oversaturation of things and a culture, especially with house music and a culture that was more underground. Um, I have a quick uh, comment on on YouTube. Zelly thirteen says the young generation loves Garage House. Now they love Royal. Roy Davis Jr. and other Chicago GAs out there. It's a big movement, and I think I think he's in LA. So, oh, it's it's actually um, a lady. Mm, I'm and sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Good, <laughs> no, you you didn't know, Lab. Uh, it's actually a good <laughs> friend of mine. Um, she's actually a doctor, and um, she's a lover of house music. Uh, Zelly, thank you for for showing up and also commenting. Uh, but go ahead, Lab. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think that's why the records are so high. Um, one more other question I have for you all while, while I have you here, and this is a great conversation and I didn't write down any of these questions. I thought I could remember them from the top of my head. Duh, my fault. I can't remember. I had a slew of them two hours ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to ask this. I'm, I'm going to ask that. Now I can't remember two of them to save my life. Uh, so I apologize for my uh, my hesitation on what I'm asking. I'm just trying to think of what it was I was going to ask you. Uh, I'm so excited about this conversation. I have been trying to do this for the last eight years with, with minimal success. So I'm kind of like a kid in a candy shop. I have never seen so many people who love house in one area at one time having a conversation about it. So you have to excuse my smiling from ear to ear. I'm just excited um to be here and i'm hosting it i'm just excited that milk d invited me <laughs> i got you uh, my uh milk i'm gonna let you well, ask the question while i try to well, think of what it was i was gonna ask <laughs> well i just wanted to say um you know i told you and, and fernie before everyone joined um maybe ojo knows this uh but i started djing when i was 11 uh, thanks to my big brother, Derek, uh, I mentioned about going to get records. You know, he had two turntables. Uh, they were curved arm, Fisher curve arm, Gemini mixer. And I was mesmerized by my brother being a DJ and always looked up to my brother. And I fell in love with it. Um, I was also break dancing back then in South Jersey. Um, but the music, the mixing, you know, I've never been a scratcher, even to this day, uh, I don't scratch. I like to blend and do different, um, uh, mixtures even at a young age, but I fell in love with hip hop first and then it was freestyle. Then it was house, um, being out of South Jersey, you know, North Jersey was big for house, New York, of course, freestyle, of course, um, but I didn't stick with the DJ. Um, started when I was 11, like I said, but life happened and it just kind of was pushed to the side. Uh, I got a job at Rolls Royce Aerospace back in 2013 and I had to go out to the UK for three months in Newcastle. Uh, I worked in Sunderland, but lived in Newcastle, which is funny because at that time, they were rivals for the Premier League, which is their football, our soccer. Well, Newcastle was a party town. So me and my buddy who 
flew out from here to the UK for work and for school, we went to this club called Tup Tup. And they were playing House. And House came back to me like that. But I haven't been a fan of House for a long time until 2013. So do the math, 10 years. Um, but I've always loved House, but it was not my top priority. Now I eat and sleep House. Um, in 2020, uh, Rolls Royce closed. And it was a blessing in disguise because I was working uh, for a good company, you know, aerospace. I was the one that uh, said the engine can go on the plane, you know. So I was the inspector. I'm in a dark room looking for cracks and indications, stamping off engines to go on planes. That's what I did. But I worked second shift. So this is where the blessing comes in. I'm married. I never saw my wife. I was always at work at night well when the place closed I started my own radio station Europe radio y'all hear me say Europe all the time um absolute blessing from? where'd you get that name from like well well <laughs> when I see it I was like where well, where'd he come up with that like well it's fine well well yeah, I want to know too is, it's it's on my website. <laughs> uh, no, I don't I don't do drugs at all, Fernie. But uh, I I was playing a video game uh, called SOCOM, and it's like Call of Duty, but way better on the PlayStation. <laughs> okay, okay. And um, okay. it was I was in a room uh, with a bunch of my clan mates. We were we we were called clan mates. I know that's a crazy name to use, but that's what we were called. Um, and each player was called a soldier and I was called no limit soldier and I met method man on there, you know, to Clifford Smith, everybody knows Wu-Tang. Um, so I'm friends with him. I'm in this room with him and a bunch of other soldiers. We all had soldier names. Uh, I was the last one alive. Everybody else on my team was dead and I couldn't hear them, but they could talk to each other. And I was the I stunk at the game, but I was the one that won the round, and I hollered out, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> once, once, the, once, once the once the game, you know, it said winner, you know, Navy Seals winner. They heard like the whole room; they could hear me, and they were like, "Milk, what was that?" Man, I don't know. They said, "Man, what you drinking?" I said, "I'm drinking some Jack Daniels." You know, I was drink, I was drinking some Jack Daniels, and I was like, "I don't know." So, crazy thing is, everybody, that there is a saying in New York. They say, "You're." I, I get it from that. I've been saying "Europe" since 1999. Okay, um, it wasn't two two years ago that I trademarked it. You know, so, you know, it's my, it's my name, you know, my word, um, it's basically excitement. It's love on steroids. Um, so I have your radio.com, as you guys know, I have merchandise on there. You know, uh, my station is all genres of music, but my love is house. I've transitioned it from, uh, Thursday to Sunday, except Sunday mornings is gospel Christian contemporary church music. But Thursday through Sunday is house on my station. 
all the other days is you know other genres um my brother and i started this station but i'm the one that's really doing the station um like i mentioned before you guys tuned in and uh sean has done a station you know andy jacobs is on a station bz's doing it um it's a lot of work um but i love it it's just a little bit more difficult now because now i'm working again <laughs> so <laughs> when i lost my job i had all this idle time um and then lastly i'm trying to be a house music producer um it's been a challenge like i mentioned earlier in the show um I'm not giving up on it. Like I said, dream it, believe it, achieve it. Um, as a DJ, I bring a lot of energy. You know, I'm, I'm jumping around. I'm always on the mic. I'm always trying to get people uh, involved. I want to bring that excitement in my music when I produce it so that they'll say, okay, that's a Milk D's track. I have not come close to that yet. Um, it's been frustrating. You know, Ojo knows, Sean Travolta knows, Kaz, and some of my listeners know that I, I talk to, but I'm not giving up on it. Uh, house music is now my refound passion since 2013. It's not going anywhere. Like I said, I can play all genres of music, but house is now number one. It went from three to one. So that's a quick, quick like five seven minutes <laughs> it wasn't quick but lab uh hopefully you have your question um but please everybody tap into europeradio.com share it check out the merchandise check out my website see what i'm all about i gave you some cliff notes um but it's a family-owned station brings love and energy worldwide and i've met a lot of people from europe radio so Shout out to all my listeners. I appreciate you guys. Well, I'll be up there next week, bro. <laughs> Meet you in person. That's right, man. Terry Hunter yeah. at Virginia State. Yeah, well, I'll be up there, bro. I'm coming up, and then I'm going <laughs> to see Sean. I'm staying out there. want to go go see Sean. You know what I'm yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not sure that, I'm going to make it. Man. I got to play later that night at Flash, man. Good I, I'll be, if I don't see you at, the, at Terry Hunter, I'll see you at Flash, bro. Most definitely, most definitely. All right. Um, That's why. Thank you, D. I appreciate your, your comments. Um, my question was, you know, we were talking about Amo Piano and Afro House. Um, I have friends of mine from Chicago, a couple DJs, and when they come down here to Atlanta, their main complaint is, is that all, that's all they play here for house music is Amo Piano and Afro House. They don't, they don't, stray away from that genre whatsoever um it kind of just stays with that and i told them that that's what they know you know that's that's what they know they don't really know any other genre house and and no offense to anybody who mixes afro house and amo piano it's kind of easy to mix you don't really have to put a whole bunch of it in there um but it's kind of easy to mix. It's 120 to 125, one, you know, between those BPM. So it's kind of easy for them to mix. Um, do you all think that that genre of music is, is, is going to be oversaturated? Do you think it's going to be to a point? And we talked about this earlier for a second, but I want to know all of you guys' opinion. Do you think that's going to be an oversaturation to where that's just going to be another sub genre that's not used much like 
trance. You know, trance was a genre at one time. You know, everybody liked trance for about 2.3 seconds, and then it kind of went away. I don't really hear much about trance house anymore, but I, I do you think that that's going to happen with Amo Piano and Afro House eventually? I don't. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because I'm also pretty new to the kind of like Afro, you know, house. But I think, because um, at least like here in Tallahassee, you know, with a lot of college kids who kind of gravitate, you know, more towards like the mainstream top 40 type of stuff. I felt like that, like that whole like Drake album kind of brought like it like it at least got like the younger people kind of more on that like sound and kind of like introduced because like literally everybody was like playing it here and like i'm just like this genre is like this type of sound is like been around but you guys are just kind of hearing about it i'm like i i feel like as long as like there's like a like mainstream overhead like even like artists like burn boy and like you know these kind of like afro like artists i feel like people will kind of keep it around and i like i would i think at least in like the like younger generation i feel like people will kind of start to explore it like more i'm at least here in in kind of a college setting i don't know how it is in other like in other places but um i feel like in order to kind of get people on board with things like here there has to be some type of like mainstream like connection or else like people won't even like bother mm-hmm. and so um yeah i think it kind of depends on like location yeah if i can jump in um i think uh as far as those that those specific genres go um the the trend at least that i'm seeing is that afro house is definitely making inroads if you will and it's it's going to be around it's going to be around for a hot minute Mm -hmm. you know whether that's a good thing or or not i mean really i think it's subjective but i mean i'll tell you i think for conversation's sake about two three months ago um um quantage records uh who there's actually a, a connection here in richmond it's kind of weird that you know i really consider richmond this like second tier like backwater market but yet there's like three four people from richmond in this group it's kind of weird <laughs> but, but but that's a good thing um but uh but on that note um um, like I said, uh, Quantas Records had like a like a like a DJ competition where you would submit like a 15 minute mix and then you could open. They had their like little mini music festival. And I know if you don't know, you know DJ Spen, who I I, I, I love as a as a DJ and as a, a, a producer. Um, you know that that's his label and they got some dope dope content on on Quantas. So you know I decided what the hell I got nothing to lose. I mean submit a mix and um it was funny that the 
the you were able to listen to the other contestants. I guess I don't, I don't obviously I have no idea how many people entered, but the top five were posted to SoundCloud, and then you know somebody won. I didn't, <laughs> but 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 the funny that I, I would bring it up is the funny part was all all the top five mixes that you could check out were all Afro House. Oh, Afro, and I was really blown away. Because if you listen to the Quantize uh, uh, record catalog, you know, it's all Soulful House, it's yeah. all R&B, it's all, you know, you know, very, very vocal, male, female driven, and, you know, very sexy. And so that's what I did. <laughs> you know, that's the I And it was so funny when I talked to some of my buddies about it, they were like, yeah, you know, it was like, I just don't understand. And they were like, oh, yeah. If you would have done an Afro House mix, you probably would have got in. And I'm just like, wow, that's that's kind of funny. And and actually, just recently, I actually played at a at a place here in in Richmond. That like a long story short, there I was playing a lot of up tempo, you know, borderline house, recognizable stuff. And I actually, had, which blew me away, I actually had a very nice young girl ask me to play some Afro House. And I was just like, wow, you know, and, and I tend to try and play very accessible. I mean, Richmond is not a hotbed metropolis by any stretch of the imagination. So anytime that I do play, I've, thank goodness I've gotten the reputation that if you get me, you're going to get up tempo stuff. And, and depending on what the event is, I'm always trying to squeeze some house in there anyway. Um, but, I, you know, it, it like, you know, the mixes I do with, like, Vince Slay for house sessions or the mixes I've done for, 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 for Milk D, I, I tend to go deeper because I can. But, you know, when I'm playing out in front of people, I tend to be a little bit more commercial. Um, just so, I you know, the, the, the crowds in front of me, I'm going to play stuff that they know, you know. But I'm going to play a house remix of it. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of harkens back, I think, to the question you asked earlier, um, is, is, you know, is House making a comeback? You know, I think, obviously, from the other answers and listening to the other people in this in this really cool group, we all have the passion, we all have the love, we all have the knowledge and the history of what House music is and what it means to us. And it's personal and it's emotional. But we also have to remember that all this good classic stuff was really underground music. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the 80s, back in the 90s, I've been spinning since 1980. Mm. So I'm old. <laughs> and I knew back then that all this shit that we're talking about is all underground. Mm. You know, and it started, we, if you really kind of track it, it really kind of started to kind of bubble up from the underground and trying to crack in the mainstream overall in like the mid early nineties, you know? And when I started hearing records, I'll never forget the first time I heard Crystal Waters on the radio, I was like, this is underground record. How is this crossed over? How has this, you know, become mainstream? And it's been a slow, gradual thing. I try to look at it as a glass half full, you know? Um, um, scenario because I mean at one moment in my life I was on I was affiliated with with Billboard so I got to see and be part of the machine 
of how music is a commodity and how it's marketed, especially dance music, and how it's kind of manufactured and put out there as a piece of, you know, it's a widget that you're supposed to buy, you know what I'm saying, and consume. And when you kind of look at it that way and see where house music, because that is the birth of everything, if you really get down to it, to me, and, and that how that's grown into EDM and dance and techno and pro, you know, progressive house, electro house, trance, whatever you want to call it, you know, like I said, looking at it from a scenario of glass half full, I think it over the last 10 years, it's definitely made, dance music in general has made inroads, especially in the U.S. I, 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 I do think maybe the grass is greener on, on, on the other side of the pond. I, I, I've always held the, 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 the feeling that the music scene, when it comes to house music and dance music, over in the U.K. and in Europe, is a lot more progressive than it is here statewide. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, there's pockets. Chicago, like Joe said, Chicago, New York, D.C., you know, L.A., Denver, you know, they're, they're you know, uh, Florida, you know, with breaks and stuff. I mean, there's obviously pockets in the continental U.S. that subscribe to, you know, house music. And you know, like I said, Detroit, Chicago, where this stuff was actually made and born, you know. But it still isn't the prevalent you know, you know, uh, in the forefront music powerhouse that say hip hop has become or R&B has become. Where over in 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 in, in the overseas markets, it is. You know, that's um, exactly what I was going to ask. The overseas market still, still, they love house music overseas. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, it's always been there. It's always been that yeah. way. I don't, I don't know why it. It, I guess, because we just have so many creative people, or because it just. I just don't know why it didn't take off like that here because it was, to I, me it was here I first, think, but I don't know. Right? No, no, you're right. I mean, with with the with the with the with the cradle of and the invention of the house music that we love and we know, obviously Chicago, Detroit is where it started. You know, but again, I think the the you know if, if I had to give an answer, and not to sound repetitive, I I, I think back then, and uh, like I said, really in the eighties early 70s, 80s, 90s, it was an underground thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, you had to know. You had to know somebody that was like, yo, there's this club down the street that's <laughs> right. by a bus station that, you know, you drive by this thing and you're like, that place is a hole. You know, that, that, that's a club. And then, you know, you show up on Saturday night, you're like, oh my God, this is, this is Mecca. This is incredible. It's hot you know, and sweaty. Exactly. You know, like conditioning. Yeah. No AC. Right. Yeah. You know, nations in Baltimore. You know, the 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 Paradise Garage in in, in, in New York. I mean, all these really hole in the wall places that eventually became, you know, you know, they were underground scenes that you had to know. Or you knew somebody that knew, and then you if you were lucky enough to go, you're like, oh, this is amazing. But it wasn't mainstream. You know what I'm saying? And then you finally had artists, you know, even mainstream or I mean, like, you know, I mean, you know, not to go on another tangent, but I know it was last year or a year and a half ago when Beyonce and Drake dropped their most recent projects. And like 
Like, it was so funny. Exactly. It was so funny listening to music critics that were like under 30 talking about, oh, Beyonce brought house music back. I'm like, no. No, no, no offense. No offense. To, you know, you know, I mean, but it's like, house music didn't go anywhere. You know, it's just she collaborated with people that were in that genre. And guess what? Between Jay-Z and between Puff Daddy and between DJ Khaled, you guys have sampled everything else on the planet. So that's so right. it's like, okay, let's start digging into this genre that, you know, even Kanye did. You know, I mean, he sampled some some house tracks and made some dope shit. But you, you know, but you know the, Chicago too, so he knows. But you know, yeah. definitely, they weren't the first people who sampled house music. There is a, a rap artist named by the name of King Son who sampled "Time to Jack" back in 1988. Uh, oh shit! That, that was yeah. That was a that was uh, he had um, a, a song called "In the Club" where "Time to Jack" was his sample. And that right. was in 88. Um, so they really weren't the first to even sample house music. They were just the first to have the best promotion machine to push it sure. forward like they did do so. Um, Absolutely. There, there, was Absolutely. A, there was a bunch of hip-hop DJ, a whole bunch of hip-hop artists that sampled house music back in the day. It was just a thing that it was like side B of the album. It wasn't the no, no doubt that they were selling. It was the side B. If you flipped over the album to side B and you were like track two, and you're like, oh, my God, what is this? You know, that right. was that was the case back then. Um, I'm going to slide to this question, and I've done it. I did it back in 88, but uh, I have a question from YouTube. says that, can you guys mix house music and rap? And my first my first rap song that I mixed was house music was um, LL Cool's J, I'm Bad, and I mixed uh, Bring Down the Walls with it. Don't ask me how I did it, but <laughs> my friend was telling me that can't be done. And I was like, yeah, it can. I mean, I mix anything with anything. I don't care what it is. I've done it on my on my Instagram page where I've mixed old school classic hip hop with. Oh, I'm absolutely. Piano. I just don't care. I, I mean, I just what I do. But do you all think that that's that's something that can be done? I, oh, yes. my best friend was L double L Cool G doing it. Right. I love this. Doing it well. All right. Classic. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear oh, yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, you know, with, again, with the market that I'm in, which when you, when you skew towards an urban market in, 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 in Richmond, the last time I looked across the board, we're about, according to, you know, the, 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 the radio market, we're like a 63 market, 65 market, when you skew urban, we're like a 27 market. So mm. there's a lot of R&B, a lot of hip hop that gets played in Richmond. And again, I personally play a lot of up-tempo and I am a download whore. So I am constantly <laughs> looking for mixes, remixes of content. And I will tell you, I keep a crazy folder of you name the hip hop track and I probably have a house mix to it. Mm. And if there isn't one, I'll make one. Make so one. to answer the question, yes. <laughs> that, is, that is a thing and you know you know i wouldn't be playing it like in new york or chicago you know if i'm playing to a real househead crowd you right, know what i'm saying right right but to a to a to a gen pop crowd to a to a you know top 40 crowd to a uh you know a general public crowd mm -hmm. absolutely i mean like i said i have a folder of 
with gigs of that shit. You know, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you name the artist, and I guarantee, you know, there's going to be somebody out there that's already done uh, up tempo. You want to call it progressive tech house, you know, electro remix. You name it, dude. I got stuff from Wu Tang. I got stuff from you know Drake. I got you name the artist. I I I've got a house mix to it, no doubt. Anyone hey, else? Don't. Yeah, yeah, don't, 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 forget, uh, don't forget back in the day that uh, Fast Eddie, uh, Tyree Cooper. That's right. right. Hip-hop. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's when Hip House came out. Right. Hip-hop. Just Tony Scott. Them, so, yep. uh, Sundance, you know. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been done. I, so, yeah, exactly. I tried to get Fast Eddie to join us, but he told me he had something else to do. And I gave him the play of notice. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> yeah, you did tell me that laugh. Yeah, yeah, he really was trying to get fast Eddie too. Yeah. Him and Steve Silk curled. Steve Silk told me, nah. But Fast Eddie was like, if you would have let me know four four weeks ago, I could have joined you. I was like, well, what? But anyway. <laughs> four weeks. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, um, I have one question, one more question that I'm gonna ask, and I'm gonna ask uh it's going to be controversial. A person on Instagram, I mean, not on Instagram, but on uh, YouTube, asked me, how do we all feel about the popularity of D-Nice? Yeah. As old heads in the game, most of us, anyway, I'm not going to call all of us old heads. Mm-hmm. You guys may not feel like you're old heads, so excuse my expression. <laughs> Somebody needs to read me in. I don't know who that is. Uh, oh, D-Nice. <laughs> yeah, he... He he was he was a rapper. Uh, he he had that song. I I, I didn't mean. Uh, My name is D Nice, right? That kind yeah, of yeah. <laughs> his name is his name is Derek. Um, but he he really got popular through the pandemic. You know when he was doing his uh, lives on Instagram, and I would go live on Instagram. They shut me down. <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't shutting D Nice down. You know you had Michelle Obama in there, and you know just so many right. popular people. You know, tapping in, um, but I, I'm gonna say I like D Nice. You know, but I don't think he's all that. I think I'm a better DJ than D Nice. He don't bring no energy. He just has his drink. He's got the hat on, and then I'm getting shut down on Instagram. So no, I don't really care for D Nice. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know. Who I feel like it's like apples and oranges. He's not. He doesn't really do the same sort of thing we do, or have the same audience. And right. I, I can't be mad because he brought a lot of people joy during a very hard time, but. You know, I, I don't even know what that is. I feel like it's something different. Like, I, I, I was wouldn't mad. even. I was mad. <laughs> you were mad. Okay. <laughs> You're entitled to feel mad. I, I, but I'm petty too. I, I was like, man, I've been DJing for 20, 27 years. And I've been trying to be on Instagram and they shut me down like they do Milk D. And this guy's been going for 72 hours. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, there was. That's there not was fair. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of back room, you know, it, during during the pandemic. So you're you're talking about 2020, 2021, really 2020 is when he kind of blew up, and there there, there was a lot of back room uh, uh, finagling, if you will, because with the onslaught of what happened during the pandemic and literally everybody shutting down, there was this huge surge with individuals, be it famous or not, 
that discovered DJ streaming. Streaming. Exactly. And what happened was that guy caught the tiger by the tail. Mm -hmm. And he was just at the right place at the right time with the right notoriety. And he he blew up. Mm -hmm. For right or wrong, he did. And then everybody else was like, well, he's doing it. I'm going to do it. And then what ended up happening was in a very short amount of time, you know, lawyers got involved. <laughs> Companies got involved. And it was the what started happening online started happening in real life. Meaning that if you're somebody special, you're gonna get to do shit that Joe Blow can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much how it kind of shook out in this like eight month window. You know, so you know, it, it, but that's like every aspect of life. No, though. Absolutely, if you know the right I, people, you can get away absolutely, with it. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the 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 whole copyright police started getting involved, and RIAA started getting involved, and and even now, D Nice ain't doing what he used to do, because then the 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 applicable. IP property laws started being enforced with everybody Mm -hmm. because they figured out, well, we just can't have every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Jane Mm -hmm. streaming shit anytime they want. You know? know? So, I mean, things radically changed within like a 16-month window. It was just insane. It literally was like the Wild West Mm -hmm. when it first started. You know? And, And you can still do stuff on Twitch and you know, and, you know, and again, I think if you do reach a certain threshold, you know, on YouTube and Instagram, you can, you know, if you build your platform, you can do do nice type of events, mm-hmm. but that's not on the regular, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, you know, I, I find so, I get away with a lot of posting of certain mixes uh, on my, on my Instagram but I play a lot of obscure songs, so uh, exactly a lot of my music is not is obscure. The people didn't hear it before, so I get away sure. with that sometimes. And sometimes I get away with popular hip hop songs if I mix it in with exactly songs. So I get away with right. some things, um, right? So I can't complain too much, but I still can hate because I want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right. talking about streaming, a buddy of mine told me. On on Facebook, I mean, and you know, you talk about technology and, and AI and algorithms. Like, I know Facebook was notorious for like, if you were lucky to be on more than ten minutes before they shut you off, that was an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And like, you talking about playing obscure tracks. So what somebody just uh, developed? I shouldn't say developed. I guess they figured out this hack where they would they would create a track. Like, if they want to do, like, a two-hour set, they would do a two-hour track of ambient noise, like, like background, like, people, like, in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they would have that for two hours. So if they're if they want to do a two-hour set, they would have, like, people eating whatever, just ambient noise, like, from a restaurant, and have that just underneath the music content. Mm. So... The algorithm couldn't pick couldn't up. Pick it up. Uh, yeah, they couldn't pick up the music. 100 percent clear, and they were able to stream the entire time. <laughs> and if you blended it just right, you really couldn't hear the the restaurant sound into the background. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Right. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but you know, genius. Yeah, it was genius. It was genius. 
So people are still doing that. But that's where that came from. And I mean, I guess to answer the question, do you, do you hate the guy? Just like Karen said, you know, it's it's just one of those things. This guy was somebody famous. Mm-hmm. He caught the tiger. You know, he, he caught lightning in a bottle and was able to use the platform to do something bigger and quote unquote better with it. But but even he he can't do that anymore because right. it's it's all it's all caught up now. Yeah. Okay. And also, we're all outside now. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of that. You can do anything on on social media when you when you're an influencer. You can do exactly. anything. Exactly. Right. Exactly. If you're not, you get cut, and we're gonna That's ban true. you and shadow ban you for like three months. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I have one more question and then I think I'm going to let you all go. I know it's getting late in some countries and I don't want to keep you all. Um, I'm more of a slow mixer. I kind of bring the song in the background and where you get the excitement of hearing it coming in and then it drops in smoothly. Um, do you guys think the new style of, I guess they call it, um, Drop cutting a song. I forget what they call this. It. Kind of just dropping the song in one after quick the mix. other. Quick mix. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, the quick, I know quick, what you quick, mean. quick mixing. Quick mixing. Yeah, the quick mixing. No, I know. I know what you mean. I I, I like your style better. Yeah, I, I, I don't like. I don't like. Poop, 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 poop. Uh-huh. No, no. Like, and, and some of the songs that just mix well the intro and an outro and the outro and the intro that mix so well. Yeah. So th- that's how I mix. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of people do their mixes on a computer uh, using a DAW. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. That's how they cut it. They, they actually do the mix. They put oh, the songs okay. in the DAW and then they cut the songs like that. And then they make the mix that way. So, but I, I like your style better. Yeah. That's, yeah, how, that's how that's how I mix. So oh, I mix slow too. I yeah. like I like I like my tracks layered. Yeah. I, just I like my track layered. I discovered a new one that uh, yesterday they call it um, chopping, where they kind of get a, a sample, not a sample, but a, uh, I forget what they call that, a loop, and then they cut, 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 they, they loop, 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 loop cutting, and they just loop that in and then bring the other song in on top of that loop. I think it sounds like trash, but you guys tell me what you think. Nah, that, that's a product of the media again. You know, new DJs, a lot of them got, you know, access to all this stuff and they got to use it. So that's a product of everybody just going in and doing some wizardry with some buttons that they just got and now it's the heat. I'm so I'm serious. So that's what I see from my point of view. I mean, I've been mixing on vinyl forever, skip CDJs all the way up until like during the pandemic, right? And now when I go out, you know, you got some people that got Serato, and, and it's cool, but a lot of them are either, you know, layering in some, some fades, some samples, and doing all this nice fanciful stuff that don't actually add to the room, mm. right? It's like they're performing for TikTok, Instagram, or whatever, and it's a lot of jazz, and there's a lot of posing DJs out there just drumming on stuff, mm. but... I'm not feeling it and it's not entertaining. They're going for the show, but not the actual experience. So that's just my take. Okay. No, that's spot on, uh, yeah. Sean. That's spot on. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't say nothing else but spot on. 
Well, I think that goes back to, you know, do you feel the music in your soul and in your heart? Or do you want to just get up there and, like, twist the knobs and look cool? They want to get up there, twist the knobs and look cool. Uh, yeah. I see. That slow mixing, they call they call the slow mixing us for us old people. They they call it the old people way of mixing. Nobody does that anymore. I said, well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people still yeah, do that way. Like, yeah, but our nights last longer. Right, right. That's that's right. Yeah. That four minute that four minute build up, that four minute mix, you know, when you bring in that song in and that and that it just something about that feeling when you hear that song, your favorite song coming in, you like, Oh my god, is he about to bring in, you know, whatever the song may be, that's gonna be that's gonna be nice, it's gonna be hot, but you, you just yeah. don't get that as much anymore. No. I think um like if I'm like mixing like like hip hop, like when I would do more hip hop, I would do a lot more like quick mixing because it is kind of that eight bar or four bar. But like if I'm playing house, I like to kind of like blend more, kind of let, you know, I'll like even like keep my like gain knob turned all the way and I'll slowly like bring it in slowly, like bring in my highs and then do like a low swap and just. You know, and then like hit them with that big like bass drum, and so, mm. and so like, um, yeah, yeah. I love I love my drops. Yeah, <laughs> I love them drops, baby. For me, I I, I do it all. <laughs> I, I, I mix it all. It, it depends on the feel. It just depends on the feeling I have at that moment. Depends on the music. Depends on the sound. What's going on? I I do the slow mixing. I'll do the the cuts, but. You, you, got, you just got to know when to do it. Yeah, it's got to be a mixture of <laughs> yeah. just. You, you just can't do it just to be doing it. You got to know when to do it, how to do it, at what point to do it of the song. You got to know the song. If you don't know it, you just can't, you just can't do stuff like that. But uh, I, I try to beat you as hard as I can <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, the skill. I, I have a quick question. So, is your mixing style different if you're doing it for like an online stream on like radio show versus in person? No, no. I mean, that's me. That's just me. I mean, well, let me take that back. If I'm in a, a more of a soulful myth, uh, mood, I will do the, the more of the of the the slow blend. But if I'm banging out, um, it all depends on the feeling at the time. So, and the song, like I said, you got to know the song. If you don't know the song, then you just can't do stuff like that. So, yeah. but uh, it all depends on the mood, the feeling, the songs I'm playing at the time. All right. Yeah, I didn't mix any different Sunday. I thought I was. I thought I was going to take it easy and be easy and not do any kind of blending or nothing or no echoing out or, or no drops. I did it all. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> I feel like the difference is if you're playing out and you're playing something and the people stop dancing. <laughs> but you can, you're going to swap well, it out. People, people swap aren't dancing. But if you're on, you know. Well, people aren't dancing these days. This is people at the at, at the festivals. This is people at the club. <laughs> Two-step man, not doing <laughs> shit. We were the ones that were out of the rocking the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Nobody else is doing that shit. Right. If you watch my, go to my YouTube and see our Croatia video. You see us rocking more than those fucking young kids. Right. Yo, no, 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 that's not the club. This is the club now. 
Video and the DJ is the club now. But yeah. you know, back in our day, and I and I, I mean, the DJ brought the the party and brought the sound, but the DJ wasn't necessarily the the show. I mean, oh, yeah, no one was standing there staring at the DJ. Right. Back. It wasn't the show back then. <laughs> I mean, everybody wanted to know who was a DJ, and everybody loved when you played the good music, but they wasn't standing there to see just you. They were coming to party, you know. That was the main purpose of being there was to party. And if the DJ sucked, you wouldn't know that the DJ sucked. But, you know, nowadays it's all about popularity, I guess. Milk D, I'm going to let you ask the last question. Then we're going to let everybody go. I mean, we've been we've been chopping this up for two hours yeah. now. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, I get so many messages on Instagram. I have to delete some of the comments. You know, everybody's like, hey, bro, you're trying too hard. You know, you're you're trying to uh, gain popularity, jumping all around. And uh, this is me. Like, everybody DJs differently. I stay in my lane. I don't try and be better than like Tony or, or Oja or whomever, I'm not scratching with my toe. I'm not doing all that stuff, but uh, I, I bring a lot of energy. I'm on a, on the radio station. Nobody can see me, but I didn't change my shirt three times because I'm in here jumping around and dancing because music is supposed to make you move. And I'm not trying to be somebody else. This is me. And, and I had this one DJ, EPMD's DJ, uh, uh, Diamond the Artist, um, sent me the nicest message because he, he saw that post. It was like three or four years ago. And he says, Milk D, he says, why I uh, was attracted to you is because of your energy and your love for DJing. You don't even scratch. I mean, this guy be spinning all around and doing all this. He said, always be you. And there's a lot of haters out there. So I'm saying this to all of us in the room. Yeah. Do you. Be you. Exactly. Um, don't try to fit in. Do not try to be somebody else. All your mixes that I receive from all of you is fire. I'm not just saying it. It's fire. I listen to them before I, I put them on there, you know, put it on the radio. Um, and everybody in this room is fire. So continue to be you. Um, my question is, this is, this is for everyone. Um, if you had an opportunity to DJ, um, for, um, uh, a venue, where would it be? What is, what is your ultimate venue to DJ at? I'm going to let somebody else take that one. Mambo Bar in Ibiza. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say of song in UK, London. I think London for me. London or Rome. That way I can just, eh, ciao. <laughs> 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 I can talk Italian. No, I'm kidding. I think London. London? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll just I say I'm working, <laughs> I'm working on getting hate comments because I haven't yet. And when you do, it means you made it. 
I know that much. I know. I'm not putting up hate. Press a lot of buttons. Jump around. Pretend like you're pressing buttons. Jump I'm working around, on. I'm working on it. And I'm do a lot of effects. And I guarantee you, you will be in the hate category. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I get I don't, it all the time. Make, make I don't think I have a, a, a club goal. Um, but you know, I think like most most of us here. If you can get a good crowd to respond and just to be into it, and that can literally be 20 people, but if they're into it, I think that's the best. So I'm really not picky, right? I'm not, it doesn't have to be a certain city, a certain country, any event where, I mean, no one likes playing to empty rooms. That sucks. But if you can get 50 people that are, into it and not with the cell phone, right? And you can tell the difference. We've all seen online videos where it's this massive thing and everyone looks bored out of their mind, but it's some famous DJ, right? And you look out in the crowd and you're like, they're just literally standing there. And you're like, I don't know how that's fun. Mm. Now, I haven't DJed that place yet. So maybe that is fun. I don't know, right? Maybe DJing 10,000 people is awesome and you just got to be there. I don't know. But when I, I don't know about you guys, but do you ever look past the DJ that's on his social into the crowd? Sometimes it's fantastic. And sometimes it's like, huh? Like mm-hmm. they look bored. I don't know. Sometimes. sometimes. So I'm not, in, I'm not, that's not why I'm, I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to be on a stage with X amount of people, but if they're into it, that I think that's the best. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. I recently gotcha. discovered a club on YouTube and Ibiza called High, where they have a DJ booth in the bathroom. Uh, oh, I saw that. I saw that. I think I want to DJ in the bathroom. I, I think I, I think it's something about How convenient. People, right. I think it's something about getting people hyped once they you know go in the bathroom and do their business and coming out and jumping around and having a good time. I just I don't know. It was just something about them having a DJ booth in the bathroom. That just like, oh my God, I need to play in that bathroom. I don't, I, don't know, I never had a club idea before then. I just saw this like two days ago. Like, I, I, I gotta do it. I saw the Martinez brothers doing it. And I was like, I need to be in that bathroom. Like, so for me, I wanna be at high in the bathroom. If anybody's listening from high, DJ Lab wants to be in your bathroom, DJ. You don't need to be on main stage, none of that. Straight to the bathroom is where I wanna go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so good. Um, for there is so just a little side note about uh me. I'm really um into recovery. So I've been sober from um from alcohol and and drugs for. Three years now, and I'm congratulations, real bro. Congratulations, Good job, bro. Um, and so I'm, I actually, and I can post in here. I actually like run a IG page. It's called uh, We Post Sessions, and it's just essentially like where like I highlight other artists who are in with recovery uh djs producers and there's this one club in uh melbourne australia it's called kitchen 
club and um it's literally a like sober friendly like club and um they have all like non-alcoholic like beverages they have a whole non-alcoholic like bar and they have like these like day parties and it just looks like a like a like vibe like no one's on their like phone people are like just dancing and just like and just that like energy just looks awesome so that's kind of like my like dream place to like dj um <laughs> that's dope t snake yeah yeah i'm proud of you too bro proud of you man appreciate you yep Right. Anybody else have any more questions? Any more comments? Uh, I, I really appreciate you all joining us, giving us such good comments and questions. It was, it has been a pleasure. I'm not going to cut off unless you, you know. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, uh, Milk D, for orchestrating this whole thing. Um, because without you, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really know that many DJs that participate in such things like this. So to be honest with you, it shows it shows how people really rock with you. And you've got to be a good good guy to get 15 people from different time zones and regions to come into a Zoom and talk about house music and DJing. So that got, that has to show what type of person you are. Um, and I really thank you all, all of you all, for joining us and and, and partaking in this we will do it again um i'm hoping i'm hoping uh if we all can get the schedules back together again like we did today um you know maybe in june sometime to try to do it give us a break and then you know summertime's coming so you have all the summer events all of us fly djs are going to be doing our summer events so you know we're going to be busy but we're going to try our best to to get this thing going again um, anybody have any comments, questions, or anything before we go? Thank you for I having just, me. Oh, Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for doing it. This is awesome. <laughs> I've never been a part of this, and I appreciate being a part of this. This is this is this shows where the love of house is, man. <laughs> oh, it's still it's just nice. I appreciate it. Too. Get it. <laughs> Y'all, we we are all built. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, Cass, before you go, make sure everybody follows everybody. I hope everybody can follow everybody on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. Get us a list of everybody's right. names, and you know, you know, put post I got it up you. or send it in an email or something like that, and then we can all follow each other and do all that good stuff. Like you know, I I, I need to put like five hundred more on, on, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I put the pictures yeah, with my social, with my social. <laughs> address all over there and this video will be available on my youtube channels we have two of them uh misfits nope. radio uh misfits media group is streaming live nope, now nope, but nope. it'll be available and if any of you guys want a copy of it you can email me and i'll send you a we transfer of it just let me know um because i did record it um other than that it's been a pleasure i thank you all mike do you have anything else you want to say i just i just want to say something real quick okay. um uh, First and foremost, um, thank you, Lab, for hosting. Um, great job, bro. Um, thank you to all the participants for being here. Um, my, my brother, Ojo, he's, he's in Illinois right now. He tapped in. I got Fernie 
all the way from Spain. And then we had, you know, people from the UK. Um, I, I got to find out what happened to Daz Vegas because he was really excited. He's from London. Uh, hopefully he'll make the next one. But for all those that tapped in, the listeners who left comments, we truly appreciate it. Um, let's keep house music alive, everybody. All right. Thank you all so much. All right. We'll send out an email We'll when we do it again. And I, it's been a pleasure. Um, you guys have a great night. Nice meeting you all. Or yeah, morning or whatever it is you are. Whatever reason you are. Well, whatever time it is right. where you at. We'll have a great night. <laughs> Most uh, have a great, great night, night, everybody. All right. Bye. 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 Good night, everybody. Much love. Bye. I really appreciate Bye. it. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Recording stopped.